This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Pivotal Conversations podcast. As always, it's your host, Kyle Trainer, And on today's episode, we take a deep, deep dive uh, into branding and how branding really affects strategy. Uh, I think it's such an important topic, right? Like I think it's something that uh, can really get brushed over in the industry at the moment. Um, and I think it's so undermined. I think it's, you know, for me and especially with my business, um, branding's really what's taken it to the next level over the last 12 months. And I can honestly say that hand on heart. Um, and I think most people or most coaches, uh, find strategy hard. Uh, and I really think it comes down to this reason is that just overlooking of branding, um, so, you know, one of the things that I think you're going to get out of today's episode is really taking a look at how branding affects strategy um, and getting a, a close look at what both of those are um, and understanding the philosophies of what branding um, and strategy represent within our business. Um, one thing I really want you to think about when listening to this is kind of what does your brand deliver and represent? And you know, if you can't answer that straight away um, or you're not too sure um, or it doesn't come to you in an instant, uh, then there's a fair chance that you haven't spent enough time there. So I hope today provokes thought. I hope today um, sparks some ideas in your head and I really hope um, that you get an understanding of how branding uh, can really take strategy to the next level. Um, and how it can just give you your next move. Like I know for me that when, you know, I'm struggling with strategy or I, you know, maybe I hit a roadblock or a, I go blank, I always kind of draw back to, um, you know, what Elite Vitality represents as a brand and what we're really trying to bring to the industry. Um, and I go back and I look at all the documents that I've created on branding. Um, and, and it just helps me. Like it really does help me and it starts to create um, – some innovation or, or creativity in my head and and then from there I can really create a strategy that aligns with our brand and really talks about our brand and um, that's one of the key takeaways for today is you're going to understand and we're going to go into it take a deep dive into that um, which is really really exciting um, so yeah just some housekeeping just before we move forward um we have a brand new website that's launched at the moment. Uh, we've been kind of working away at this uh, all of January, um, trying to rebrand it and, and create something that really can deliver um, every aspect of our business and express it in the best possible way. But the really, really cool thing that we um, have included is a podcast page. So um, our show notes will be on there. Um, you can check those out. We also have some really, really cool free resources. So um, we've got the Ultimate Transformation Blueprint, which is a, a blueprint on what on how to transform and create world-class results for your clients which includes the likes of scott gobel rawdon dubois um, myself uh, luke tulloch jordan shallow basically taking the core key principles of all of those experts and putting it into one blueprint so that you not only can start to create great results but also understand where to look and where to educate yourself 
Um, so that's really, really cool. We've got our PT profit system, which is basically a, a cash flow system for PTs with it to implement within their business to start building capital in the back end and start building some steel on the walls within their business. Um, and the people not say, uh, people not money sales flow. Um, this is a sales flow and a referral system that we've created. Um, that'll help you generate some some referrals into your business, but more importantly, teach you um, how sales doesn't have to be hard and it can really, really, it can flow and it can help you build relationships with your clients and uh, close more deals in the end. That's inevitably what we're trying to do as well, because without them, we can't achieve the result that we want. Um, so as always, um, make sure that if you are enjoying the podcast, you subscribe um, and share the episodes with your friends if it's something that um, you enjoy and if it's something that you think can be beneficial to uh, them. Hope you enjoy the episode, guys. See you on the other side. How are we? I'm good, man. I'm back in Melbourne, which is um, Sydney. Was, it took the life out of me, man. Like I just, I was, I was really, really tired after systems and synergy. So. Um, they're just big days, you know, like you, you're constantly around people. And I think, you know, I was lacking a little bit of sleep and might've, you know, gone a little bit too hard in study in between the days as well. well so that's the thing, bro. We match and mirror what we're around and you're around some pretty great minds over that weekend. You're going to try and, uh, you know, do your best to lift up and try and make sure that you're at least putting in the work to get to their level. Um, I think there's just an added stress with comes from like managing the the, the, the weekend. Like it's, sure. you know, you've got to make sure that everything runs smoothly and that's from making sure the, you know, the, the people that are presenting are okay and that they're, they're you know, doing well. And, and you know, the, the lead up is like, you kind of relax, 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 and everything's running smoothly. And then on the day, you just get this added stress anyway because you know you want it. You want obviously want to create a great experience for the people that are attending, and you want it to run smoothly. And because of that, you're on high alert. And oh yeah, it's it's your brand, it's your reputation, and it's something we always talk about is top down mentality. Is you know you've got extreme ownership of what you present, and at, at the end of the day, it all comes down to you. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Cool. So today we are going to go deep on strategy. So. It's definitely something that I see is, it's something I struggled with for so long, like creativity and um, the ability to innovate. But f from a strategy perspective, like understanding business strategy and um, where to go, what comes next, exactly how, right. to, how to get to the end point. It's like what, what you know, understanding the, the pathway, right? Like it's like, and, and sometimes like in strategy, things don't go your way. And I think well, a lot of the time, like in business, right, it's like we can set this strategical plan to get from where we are right now to say in 12 months time, I want to be achieving this with my business. Now, strategy includes, you know, many different inputs, right? So it's like we can look at numbers, metrics, KPIs, KPIs, finance, like all of these things. But at the end of the day, business strategy is what actually allows us to get. So look, hand in hand right it's like a lot of the time we can reverse engineer this process mm -hmm. right like we can go okay bang and then just start plotting these like small milestones that we can hit which is really really important but i think the thing that becomes most important when we're talking about business strategy is the adaptation of that yep. is like okay how do i adapt that process right when it doesn't work yeah like and that's the big thing is because like you know most of the time it's not going to work like you're going to have to move it's like i think desperation is such a big thing like i think when you're running a business you you know working from a point of survival compared to working from a point of progress 
progress or even just thriving. Like I think someone who thrives adapts well because they're they're on the front foot. Like they're not standing back and they're like they're they're charging forward, right? And then when like for instance, like I look at it like water. It's like water running down a river. It's like if a, if water's running down a river, there's going to be boulders, mm-hmm. right? Now, when you have this strategical plan, right? You have like you know this end point and. And that's like that, like in, in reality, we don't ever reach the end point, right? Unless we're selling the business. Yep. So that's a bit of a different story in itself. But if we've got this rapid river, right? Like rivers run and water finds the path of least resistance. Like it will always just flow mm-hmm. in the way it, and flow towards the end point. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it doesn't hit the boulders. It doesn't get around the issues. Yeah. It flows around them, right? Yeah, so it's like, you know, again, it's that, that's what the adaptation represents is their ability, your ability to flow through, right? So, and this is the big thing is like working from a point of survival, right? Like you may not find that, that uh, pathway, right? Like you may not um, be able to adapt in the way that you need, right? Instead, because you're, you're working from survival, you stop working altogether, yeah. right? You're like, or you panic and you, because all of a sudden now, you know, um, it's, this is where it goes from when in the survival when we when we're working from a point of survival we're working from a point of okay well now i need to think about myself mm-hmm. now i need to think about what my you know uh how can i save myself in this point and usually it's by just halting it's yeah. usually by stopping right and it's usually by going okay well like th- this whole like business thing didn't work or making progress didn't work um it's only been two weeks by the way mm-hmm. and it's like you know this is this is usually how it goes is people are like okay well you know it's been three weeks i've had a crack at this or it's been a month or it's been three months and i've had a crack at this and um you know it's just not working you know it's i keep running into problems and, and issues keep popping up and i think that the difference is is that when you work from a point of or, or when you try to thrive in business and you're on the front foot and you know looking at what actually happens when we set this end goal is that we're working from a point of like the desire circuit in dopamine, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is what we desire, mm-hmm. right? This is what we're trying to achieve, right? So that's what gives us the ability to want more. Yeah. So look, if we bring it back to like real world example with like uh, business strategies, I know, and I think you'd be in the same boat. If we were to able, if someone magically just took our business away, we had to start again tomorrow, but we still had all the skill sets that we've learned along the way, right? We've What we've done is mastered business strategy, which really in other other words is just we've learned lessons along the way and figured out the direction of the business i know that if i had to start again now with all the skills i have the problems that would arise would just be yeah cool let's go what's next right we just get around it we flow we move right um and that's really what creates longevity in business if you can sit there and go well i can confidently start my business again but have all the strategies in place and have you know i guess uh fallback options if Mm. something goes wrong cool what's next what do we do uh, you're going to be in a really good position to do that, but that builds that building that strategy or building that that method starts with like what your business is as a core, what the brand is, what you are, what you represent, and what you align with, um, because then you can really start to reverse engineer from what it is at the end. But yeah, branding's huge, right? Like I think, and and that's something that we wanted to focus on is like branding and and even like in the mastery program, right? Like week four once they get past the initial phases of like creating oxygen and creating cash flow and understanding how to build an offer and these kind of things like the one thing we say is like okay cool now that this stuff's out the way and you know the basics the thing that builds the most steel on the walls and creates your strategy for you is the brand like when you have a strong enough brand and, and it's not even a strong enough brand like when you just understand your brand on a much higher level right and and a big part of that before we kind of move roll on from here is that 
understanding your brand a lot of the time means that you need to introspect like understanding your own story mm-hmm. even though yeah. that your brand isn't about you or it isn't about your story usually your brand is and what bring makes you most fulfilled in your career choice has something to do with your story because you've seen yourself transform so you know for instance um like talking to a few people in the mastery yesterday on a call was like okay like you know one of the guys was saying that he found um strength through doing things or overcoming certain obstacles in powerlifting. So, you know, breaking through these thresholds and, and all, you know, learning to overcome and, and get and do more and do more and, and, and like how it takes time and, and breaking through those ceilings, mm-hmm. um, you know, that helped him with his mental health as well. Right. And I think like one of the cool things there is, is like, again, it coming back to his story. So it's like, what happens there is is like writing your stories is very important and understanding your story, but that's not because you're just trying to tell the whole world about it. Like the reality is, man, is that in a business, right, the business is about the clientele. So if you make your business all about you, right, I just think it's such a short-lived game. I think it's it doesn't build steel on the walls, right? It doesn't because like it's like when you become like the, the whole business then becomes dependent on you, yep. right, which means that you have to either start like very quickly you have to stay relevant and staying relevant doesn't always mean staying truthful yeah and it's you know keeping a lot like alignment is very hard like you know in today's like uh social media age is you know you see the narcissistic people very quickly very easily when their whole page is just them like them shredded jacked and looking cool it's like yeah cool tell me about what you do like because what if you if what if someone took that away from you if you got injured and you couldn't look shredded jacked and like what are you who are you what's your business and i see through that stuff real quickly um but in saying that that might be their brand and that might be what they're building off building their alignment off and their strategy might be very much central around them which isn't wrong but i think i definitely agree it's short-lived yeah i think like you know you got to like it's the pros and cons right like there is really no right or wrong Mm. um but it's like it's up to the con it's the context is the individual right but i think a lot of people build a brand without actually understanding the consequences of it Mm -hmm. like you know i I know i did man like i built my whole brand around me being fucking shredded and dragged like and got to a point where you know fuck compared to other people i wasn't but compared to the people i was trying to serve i was bigger and and leaner right so it's like but i built a business around that and that wasn't living out my truth like that wasn't what i wanted like i never wanted to be a bodybuilder Mm -hmm. like i never wanted to do any of that but i thought it's what I had to do to build my business so I went into this thing blindly I went into like you know pushing myself to limits and I fucking love that I did that because it taught me a lot about pushing myself to my limits but it didn't represent truly what I wanted to do with my career and I think often we don't think about the consequences like if I told most of you know if I you know if we if we ask the people that are listening and go okay well you know I'll give you a hundred and fifty thousand dollar business tomorrow but that means that you um you have to stay at five to six percent body fat for the rest of your life it's like i don't think everybody would want that oh, especially right? especially the people that know what being at five truly five percent feels like yeah well that's what i mean or like you know let's say six or seven it's like i, I don't think everybody wants to do that no. and it's like this is where like living out that truth becomes so important and understanding your story is like because your story like and and as it is very powerful for you for a creativity or from a creativity and innovation standpoint so i think like writing out your story right not is it's not written 
to just project it to the world and shove it down people's throats. It's there for you to start creating a brand so that when we go and create a brand, we can start to look at the people that we want to deal with, like like the clientele we want to work with. Because a lot of the time, you know, we we everybody who's listening has an experience, right? Everybody who's listening has lived a life up until this point. And it's important to look at that because you can gain a lot of knowledge and wisdom from your own experiences. I think... You know, a lot of people get caught up in trying to th- or, or thinking that they're irrelevant because they don't have, you know, 50,000 followers or they don't have X amount. And look, I, I think that's a that's a big thing as well, because what it means is you're truly living out your truth. Like nobody knows what you've been through except for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, it's yeah. like that's what allows you to be creative and actually start building a brand. Yeah. OK. So is that something you do often within like your business and like creating business strategies? Do you have you written your story? Yeah, man, I have like anybody. And even if you, you, you've like, there's a lot of people that like, even from a podcasting standpoint, like I know my story. I know who I want to work with. Like I know why I want to work with these people. Like for me working with PTs, I went to hell and back. Like me and you both, bro. Yeah. Like, but I, I, like, you know, I, I, every, like my story, I know it like this because I went through it and it was, you know, I was getting fucking like I, I was working, you know, at two gyms, paying double rent, lost my license, fucking everything under the sun could have mm. went wrong and it did. But the other side of it as well is that, you know, there was like I was doing business mentorships. I was paying coaches. I was forking out a fucking trillion dollars, right, to for what, what I thought at the time was trying to grow my business, mm-hmm. right? Which was cool. Like, and don't get me wrong. Fuck. Like I taught you heaps. Yeah. Taught me heaps. Right. But the, the reality of it was, it was like, I'm like, fuck, it just shouldn't be this hard. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and the reality is it's not that hard. It's just the fact that PTs come into the industry trying to fucking like trying to, they get promised the dream that all they have to do is train clients. And, and the they're reality just, they're is going to fall into their lap just like that. And it, yeah, yeah. And it's like, they happen. get sold the dream and it's not. And then look, it's not their fault. No. Right. But that, you see what I mean? Like I, that's, that's a story that I went through. Like I, I went through that and nobody can take that away from me. So that's my authenticity, mm-hmm. right? That alleviates that, that stand, that's what sets me apart from the rest is that that story. And guess what? That allows me to then dictate and understand what my next move is. Right. So then I go away and I build a brand and I go, cool. So what was the number one thing that riddled me? Mm-hmm. Right. Financial instability. I knew that at the end of the day, the one thing that was going to stop my business from growing was financial instability. Yeah. So that is the root cause. Right. That is the root cause of not only mine, but I know there's going to be many others out there Fuck yeah. who are going through that. So then what we start to do, man, is we build a brand. So it's like, okay, well, now that I know my story, I know what I went through. I'm not just trying to replicate that, but I can start to see the patterns and yeah. so I can start to recognize the patterns, right? Like, and that's how you can build a brand. Like, um, there's a really good book out there for the guys that are listening is there's one called, there's a book called building a story brand and man, it is a fucking killer because what it does is, and this is the big thing is that when you build a brand, right, you're trying to solve a problem, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now the problem can't be yours. Because then you're trying to solve your own your own problem. So, you know, we did a, a video on this. Is like authenticity is has to be a mixture, right? Of um, no, sorry, uh, becoming an authority in the industry and setting yourself apart from people has to be a mixture of authenticity mm-hmm. and having um, a service market fit. Yep. So, like, what that means is is that your service there has to be a need for your service. Right, but then you have to find authenticity within that need. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle, right? Is like 
a lot of people spend so much time trying to do what's right or like what they think is working. So they're looking at the Luke Tullocks, the Jordan Shallows, the, the big dogs in the industry that have the big followings, right? But what they're not looking at is the 10 years that happened before that, yep. right? Like the, the, you know, the, the five years Luke Tullock spent at having 2,000 followers before he went bang. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. Like when he joined the mastery, he only had 2,000 followers, right? And, and not to say that that's what a brand is measured on, no. right? But I think we can all see that they're still on the walls with these guys. And it's like, you know, for me, that's so important is like, like building a brand, you need to be authentic. You need it. Look, when it comes to building a brand, I think what you said is like really hits home is like starting with your story, being the person that you needed. Like that's a really easy way to find the problems within your, I guess, target market, service market, whatever you need to do. But then you need to make that switch to be like, okay, cool. I'm starting with me, starting with what I needed, trying to be the person that I needed when I had those problems. But then you need to think about how does that apply to the client, right? So do they have the same problems as you? Are you working or do you want to target the same people that went through the same problems as you? Or have you seen problems elsewhere that you want to fix? Um, really, it comes back to starting with pain points, like really trying to find points where it's like, that is an issue and I'm going to provide, you're going to solve the problem. That's what like building a brand is just solving a problem, mm. right? You're there to solve someone's problem. But if we look at like trying to really build that brand and then bring it back to strategies, how, like, what do you think the, like the most pivotal point is for like a brand to go, okay, well, this is my brand. And then how does that help their long-term strategy? Yeah. So I think like what you're doing, like you're using the brand to amplify the strategy or to create the strategy, right? So it's like, it's understanding, like once you understand your, who you're trying to serve, right? So for instance, like let, let's use some examples, right? It's like, okay, if I'm trying to serve um, overweight people, right? Which is what the, you know, most of the market or most of the you know, PTs in the industry have to, they almost have to serve it by yeah. default at the start. So it's like if you're having to serve um, overweight people, right? It's like, okay, well, so then what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at what fitness done for my career, like mm -hmm. for my, my, my transformation, right? Life, so it's yeah. like you can write that story and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, like what did I learn from training? Like what did I, what were the lessons that training taught me? And it's going to be different for everyone. Like, mm -hmm. you know, for me, like training was all I had when I had knee reconstructions, mm -hmm. right? So for me, it was like training taught me resilience, right? Taught me it to be in there and do the work. I feel like right? training uh, really does tell us as coaches about a lot about the person as, as a human, the way they train. So if you can teach someone, you know, better skill sets to train or better, you know, resilience in the gym, then fuck man, they're going to become a more resilient human for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. And like, there's, there's a lot that diff, like everybody's going to learn different things from the gym and they're going to have their own personal uh, perception of that. Right. And I think that's important. But then when we're creating a brand, right, we're looking at, you know, we're not, we're creating a brand around the people that we want to serve. Mm -hmm. Right. For instance, it's like, you know, and you can pinpoint that person and then you can look at their four levels of conflict. So this is something that I got out of building a story brand. It's like, you know, you got your four levels of conflict, right? And the first one is uh, the root cause. So the villain, mm -hmm. right? So if we're looking at this with the, what this, this building a story brand is based on is based on the hero's journey, yeah. right? So, and this is funny, man. Like I'll sit down with someone and be like, who's the superhero in the, in the, um, who's the superhero in the story? And they're me. like me. And it's like, no, it's your me. fucking clients. Yeah. Right. And, and it's that it's like, okay. So like the hero's journey is like, if you look at every movie, right now, pick a movie for me. That's Superman. about a superhero. Superman. Superman. Right. Yeah. Super, I haven't, I'm not big on Superman, but if I can tell you like give me, about, right, Batman, Batman, right. saying, give, give me an easy one. I love Batman. <laughs> Batman. Right. So you look at the hero's journey, like at, in every, 
um, you get a bit of their backstory, mm-hmm. right? So you get their look, origin. You get their origin, yeah. right? The next part is right. They they get go through some type of conflict, mm-hmm. right? The conflict is th- what we're talking about now. So you've got their backstory. So what did we just talk about? Writing your backstory, mm-hmm. right? Or writing the backstory, right? The origin, mm-hmm. right? So and and again, this is why the origin is important. Because when you're writing the origin, you're not writing it about yourself. You're writing about the superhero of the movie, yeah, which the is the client, yeah. right? So, but your backstory is going to almost give you an insight into what that backstory is, which is the start. So you need that's what creates the innovation it's and the creativity. Mold, yeah, it's going to mold the mindset because regardless of the origin, if you've gone through a pain point, it's still the same feeling from person to person. It's a point of you know uh, uncomfortable, you know needing change, all that kind of stuff. So you're trying to create the mold for the origin. So the hero's journey goes like this. You've got your four levels of conflict or your conflict. Mm-hmm. The root cause is usually the villain. Mm-hmm. Then the superhero meets a guide. Mm-hmm. Now, our position as coaches in business, right, when in a coaching business is the guide, right? We, we're there to help the individual overcome their levels of conflict, to solve their problems, to give them, you know, the, to dangle the carrot a little bit. This is what you need to do, right? This is how you need to go. So understanding those levels of conflict and the pain points really of your client, right, is allowed, it, it tells you, right, first of all, um, so the next part, right, I'll, I'll come back to what I was going to say, but the next part is like, okay, so then what happens is, is they, they overcome their conflict, so they defeat the villain, right, and then they achieve the transformation and get to live with success. But if we come back to why that all of this actually matters is that that brand not only allows, like, think about what you actually get out of that, right? Like, you get to, um, it teaches you how to market, right? It teaches you, um, you know, how to coach. Yep. Like, it gives you your coaching strategies. So, it's like, for instance... You become the mentor that the superhero meets. Yeah, but, like, if we, we got to look at how this actually affects the rest of our business, yep. right? It's like, once I understand that brand and what my brand represents on that larger scale, that journey for my clients, guess what? I can market to them effectively because I know their pain points. I know what their conflicts are. I can then start to run my onboarding system properly so I can, you know, mold this person to start giving, equipping them with the tools and the the gadgets to take on the villain and start overcoming those pain points. I can then understand when to, you know, how I coach them. What is the language I need to use, right? And all of a sudden, we've got business strategy, right? So we're understanding that on a micro level. And then we look at the outside of the business, right? And it gives us other things. It's like, okay, well, what about social media, right? It's like if I'm trying to market to someone or just, you know, have a, some social media, like most people just write a post a fucking day, like without even knowing what they're writing about. Imagine that now you were writing your, your social media posting on the four levels of conflict, to a specific person. Person, right? It's like you're now talking to someone, yeah. right? So we're creating the brand. But then we can also look at this strategical planning side of it. It's like, okay, well, go, the, the next part to this is going, okay, well, building a brand, now that I know my who my hero is, I know my ideal client, I know their journey, right? I, I know this person. like, mm. And guess what? The reason I know them so well is because they almost slightly resemble a little bit of, my own story so my own story allows me to write that out and understand that on a deeper level once i understand that right then i can start to go okay well based on this individual right what do most people want right if we we can tie this back to maslow's hierarchy of needs right maslow's hierarchy of needs right for those of you that don't know there is attending to the higher emotional needs of humans to feel loved to feel safe 
to um, self-actualization, so to realize your own potential and self-esteem, yep. to feel good about yourself, yep. right? So if we look at those four and we attend to those on a macro level within our branding, right? So everything we do now has to attend to those higher emotional needs from our ideal client, from our superhero. Yep. Then we can start to plan out and create these almost like I call them like guidelines like they're structures there's these lines and any time that you go out of them you know you know yeah. right and that's the internal battle that you have to face you're okay with that cool the consequence of that is you might attract a client you don't want to work with you might attract uh clients that don't last long because they don't relate to you you might not be fulfilled working with those people it fuck man the list goes on the, and and you know the the other thing is culture might drop like there's there's these trade-offs that you make every time you go outside of that line so okay. think about what happens if you've got blurred lines oh, that's a really good point like if you're if you go outside of those alignments outside of those structures those lines those borders and you bring in someone to your business into your coaching space or into your clientele that uh is a you know for lack of a better word a bit of a parasite Man, you put like you've seen the experiment before. If you put a piece of normal fruit next to moldy fruit, fuck man, the normal fruit catches it and it, it goes down. Yeah, so culture can be affecting that can negatively impact your business on a macro level tenfold. Hundred percent, right? And that's what I mean is like, if you look at this and you attend to the higher emotional needs, like that is something that is what a brand really is about because it allows you to the next decision. It's like okay, well, from a growth point of view, it's like, okay, well, what, what, what can I now do to um, grow my business? And it's like, okay, cool. Um, you know, what are the different aspects we've got? We've got social media, we've got networking, we've got podcasting, we've got, um, you know, seminars, we've got all of this different stuff, but now it all has to exist within these lines because we're building a brand, right? And our brand is like, it's there to give us our strategy so that guess what and what we talked about before is that when we reach a point right when we get to this point or we get to a roadblock or we get to something where it's like you know maybe something doesn't go the way we want it to like maybe for instance we go to run like a facebook ad mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it you know our cost per click has gone through the roof right so for those of you who don't know who that what that is it's like you're putting up an ad and for someone to click on your ad it's you know it might cost you one dollar or two dollars or three dollars right so let's say you know all of a sudden you know your ads don't work mm -hmm. most people get upset because yeah. they're looking for a savior. They're like, this is the one thing that's going to drag me out. It's going to, you know, it's going to give me the money this week and it's going to do this. And it's like, the reality is, man, is the adaptation of your strategy is the most important thing. And when you embrace the fact that, like Elon Musk said it, man, it's like when you accept the probabilities, fear is like, doesn't, it's just it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. So when you accept the fact that things might not work, mm -hmm. right, and you stop looking for a savior, yeah, and then that just gives you an, like a, a chance to double down on, okay, well, fuck, it didn't work. Test it. Why didn't it work? Was it really aligning to your target market or are you going outside of it trying to attract new people that have never heard of you or don't really know what you're about? Um, you're definitely going to start compromising some of your initial values. But like bringing, man, I can give you a real like good example like as far as strategies and branding and stuff like that. I know like in the industry now, it's pretty popular to just sell like a, a one-off uh, training program or a one-off meal plan, right? But within my brand, that's something I don't do because I know out of personal experience, I don't, people, it doesn't work, right? People buy one thing, do it for a few days and then they want changes or things happen or fuck man, things come up. Um, and I realized very early on that I offered a coaching service. It wasn't just a click and collect off you go. 
Um, but if I wanted to make some quick, quick cash, cool. I could sell an easy program, send it off, done. Uh, but when that doesn't work, come four weeks time, guess what? That client's never going to buy from me again. They're going to tell 10 of their friends that he's shit, doesn't work, um, and so on. So would it be a really good strategy for me to start working on a template to send out just a one-off program? Fuck no. I need to work on strategies that are going to make sure that my coaching ability becomes better so I can draw in those people that I want to work with. Yeah, and it's adapting it, right? Like, so for instance, right now we're building a, um, like we're trying to build an automated program, mm -hmm. um, which is like, and, and it's going to be really, really in depth from a, um, like a back, back end perspective. So, like, nutrition um, and training program kind of delivered in a, in a periodized way where it's fully structured, but it's actually automated. So it's like, it allows people to kind of, um, they've got this system and they have to mold that system around them as a, as an individual. Mm -hmm. Right now, like it's almost the opposite of what you've just said. Mm -hmm. Right. But our branding is through there. So like, we're like, well, you know, how can we get people a service, right. For, you know, the people that maybe can't afford the yeah, 70 to 80 to $90 a week, right? Yeah, for chump change. It's something that's, uh, you know, look, if we really looked at it as a, a value stack, it's it maybe a slightly lesser service, but you can still get the same result. Exactly, right? So how do we how do we give them the greatest opportunity? And that that's like what aligns with our branding, hmm. right? It's like, you know, health is an opportunity, right? So like how do we give people that maybe don't have the opportunity to go and pay someone 100 bucks a week, yeah. right? to actually have that opportunity, right? And that sits within our branding. Yeah, see, and that's where we differ, right? Where with my branding, it's like, cool, Lionstone is the guy that works with people that want to track the sleep, the stress, the digestion, the bloody everything in between, and then get, you know, all the feedback on everything. And it's like, they get direction, they get specificity and they move forward. And I'm not really in the position where I want to work with someone that just wants that lesser service for, you know, a, a uh, easier uh, pr process. Um, and that's what my brand is and that's how I work. But and this, and 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 the beauty of this is right is that you you know our clientele are going to be two totally different people, fuck yeah, right? Which is again why we come back to the building a brand, right? Because the branding gives you your strategy. It's like okay, cool. So, for instance, it's like, and and this is the beauty of it. It's like it, building a strategy is like people get so caught up on the information that they go and um, attach themselves to. So it's like they're not taking the principles and learning how to apply those principles to different people. They're looking at what the person says and then applying it where your branding is like on the weekend, man, like I was sitting there listening to Jordan talk. Like, I don't need to know how, like, to be honest, man, like in my business now, I'm not going to probably teach someone how to squat in the next fucking year. Yeah. So it's like, I don't need to look at what he talks about and fucking go and then memorize and it, memorize work, work, and, and yeah. do all that shit. But what I do need to do is go and, and the, the connection I made is that the sciences that he talks about exist in everyday life, mm -hmm. right? They don't just exist when we're talking um, about, you know, the body or the human body. So it's like I made this connection, this crossover point, right, from it based on my branding, right? It's based on the branding of what we're trying to achieve in the mastery, yeah. right? And and this is a good example. Like the mastery is a perfect example. It's like because we, we use this stuff like, you know, we're, we're, we're in the trenches with it. We're like we know the hero's journey of a PT, right? And it's like, you know, our branding is is like we, we base a lot of what we do on community, mm -hmm. right? On on like the ability for like and the importance of community. But the hero's journey as a PT is that they face these levels of conflict, like start things such as financial instability, right? Most people, right, the root cause or most PTs in the industry, the root cause of all of their problems is financial instability. If you have finan any financial instability in your business right now, I guarantee you it's going to be stressful, which is going to 
it's going to literally be a resistance to the output that you can actually achieve with your business. The external problem. So what do PTs actually think, right? What do PTs, what, what do they think the problem is? I don't have enough leads yeah. or my well, marketing doesn't work. It's not, oh, it's not, I'm not the problem. Yeah, but it's not even that, man. It's like, it's like you know, that we don't have enough leads. It's like, no, the, like, why don't you have enough leads? Yeah. Right? You don't have a brand, Yeah. right? If you had a brand, people would be coming in, right? So it's like, cool. So there's, 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 that's the external problem. It's like building a brand. And when you have a really good brand, it gives you your strategies. 100%. It like literally puts them in front of you. And it tells you like strategy is about looking at what will work and what won't work. And then when something that you thought would work, doesn't work, what is the next thing that you believe will work? And the people that can adapt the quickest in business and not get stressed out about things not happening yeah. are the people that adapt extremely quickly and move straight on to the next thing. That can become that water like you spoke about in the river. Yeah, and like, you know, I'm a, like, it's so important, right? And it's like, just think about that though. Like, think about what happens. And the other thing that you got to think about is like, you know, you've got to do the work as well, right? Like, I think people disregard that. And like, when we, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm, I'm like, I'm in favor, right? Of getting, of doing things the right way. Mm -hmm. Like, I think people get attached to hard work. Mm -hmm. right I'm, I'm big on getting like the most you can in the limited amount of time like doing the right stuff yeah so for example it wouldn't really make much sense for you to start doubling down on facebook marketing if you didn't know how to actually work with people right focus on where you need to work yeah yeah 100 but do the work like yeah. kobe because it's like it's compound interest right like it's like think about what why most people feel stressed right yeah. financial instability right but it's like what ends up happening is is people because they feel financially stressed in business they you know they set a strategy and then when that strategy doesn't work instead of going around or walking through the fucking wall or mm -hmm. the 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 um obstacle mm -hmm. what they do is they just revert back yeah they go for right it. because they're like oh, i didn't work like you know it's just not for me or it's like it just doesn't work and they go back and then it takes them another month to have another crack at it because of fear right which fuck we've all been there like we're not alleviating that but w one thing that you have to understand is that what a brand will do is it'll give you that track around through the obstacle it'll give you the next step right but you've got to do the work like you can't just fucking spend an hour on a brand and then think say oh i built a brand and then all of a sudden it works it's like building a brand takes fucking years mm -hmm. like it's the consistency of work that allows you to do that like fucking rest in peace kobe bryant but i was watching some videos of some of the stuff that he was putting out mm -hmm. um and some of the lessons that he taught and he said something that fucking made so much sense to me is that you know he understood his story up until he started in the nba right which means that when he reached the nba he decided who he was mm -hmm. right and the second he went outside of that he knew right and what i'm talking about here is work ethic right he said it he's like if somebody there was like you know for instance it's like the way he put it was this the example was like if there's somebody in the gym shooting for two hours mm -hmm. and i shoot for three hours and that happens over the course of a year they're never going to catch up yeah yeah well like you it's the compound effect mm -hmm. it's like over time i end up gaining not just one hour a day, but it's like, you know, that's fucking what, what's that? 30, 28, 28 hours a month. Mm -hmm. like, that's a lot of fucking hours. And that's only from getting up one hour earlier. And it's like, this is the thing. It's like, you know, we talked about this as well. Instant gratification. It's like, mate, you have to put in the work from the, the only because you experience more. When you experience more, like, um, it no longer becomes a shock. Yeah. Like it no longer becomes 
uh, uh, an fucking, expectation, yeah. Yeah, like it's not like, oh, you know, when I reach an obstacle, like if I only reach four obstacles for the year, of course, they're all going to seem like big fucking obstacles. But if I reach fucking 52, mm. one a week, yeah, they're fucking, all of a sudden now I'm practicing, I'm experiencing that. So no longer does it become a shock to the system. No longer is it a fear to reach an obstacle and things not working, right? So it's like building a brand doesn't just mean writing about it. It means being in the fucking brand mm -hmm. and grow and being and taking that brand to the next level. You've got to be in it, yeah. right? So that that way, because if 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 there's nobody that's fucking driving the ship, and you know, fucking the ship can't go through or around the objects, what does the ship have to do? See you later. Go it back crashes to port, or it goes back to the port. It goes back to the port, right? So it's like you you have to be driving the ship, mm -hmm. right? Which means you have to do the work, yeah. right? And the work compounds over time but guess what we need to be spending and time doing the work on the right things and when we're talking about business strategy if you have if you sit down and you have no idea what your strategy is or what the next strategy is when something goes wrong or how to even write a strategy mm -hmm. you don't have any steel on the walls with your branding you haven't put enough work to build a brand that you actually care about, first of all. And second of all, you haven't built anything that builds it. That, uh, you haven't put enough work into building a brand, right, around your clientele, yeah. around the people you want to work with. Whereas, this is where things like people in our industry or probably in most sole trader industries, they, they struggle to see the long game. They struggle to be like, okay, well, where do I actually want to be in five years, 10 years, 20, whatever it is. Um, so that strategy or that strategizing you know, process doesn't really hit home with them because they're just like, fuck, I'll just go one thing to the next, one thing to the next and just kind of let my business direct me and dictate where I go rather than them dictating the business. Um, so how do you think like giving the guys at home like a, a way to, you know, create a thought process around strategizing for the long term? How do you think that we can kind of make that, you know, step-by-step -step process? Yeah, I think like it's, it's one of those things that like Luke Tullick talked about on the weekend and even in a podcast that we're going to be releasing It'll probably be after this one, but he talked about it from like a process orientation. So it's like, you know, most, again, like you got to ask yourself why you're doing certain things. So it's like, if you're writing a brand because you need to make a quick buck, mm -hmm. you're not going to write the, uh, the ideal brand, like, or not the ideal brand. You're not going to write a brand that means something to you. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing. Like, it's like, for instance, don't just try to get something done because you want to get it done. Like do something because you believe it's going to get you a return, mm -hmm. right? Like, and that return isn't money. That return is out output. Like, yeah, like it's like do something because you really want to thrive in business. Don't work from a point of fear. Mm -hmm. Work from a point of fucking hustle and moving forward and wanting to grow, right? To thrive. Work from a point of thrive, right? And when you do that, when you start to work, instead of working from fear, we're not trying to get things done quickly. We're mm -hmm. trying to get things done right. Yeah, for sure. Right? And that's the thing is like that compounds, right? Like, the, And as I said before, it's like, cool. You sat down and it was hard. Good. That, yeah. like, that means you're learning. Like Luke Tullick said it on the weekend. If something is hard, you are learning. Yeah. Because if, if something's easy, it means you knew how to do it, yeah. which means that you're not learning. Like what you practice grows stronger. That's what happens within the brain. Neuroplasticity. Right? When the brain will re rewire itself, which means, guess what? If you keep studying right, and you keep doing right, and you keep trying and trying and trying, it will come. Mm -hmm. right? And that's what I mean is like building a brand, right? understanding your story is the first part. Write your story. 
understand your story understand what got you to where you are look at the common denominator don't just be like yeah i lost fat and it felt good it was like okay i fucking built resiliency yeah right? like you know by, by following my food plan it showed me what discipline allows me to achieve in life yeah you're discipline, starting to discipline creates freedom yeah you're really starting to like cultivate what really uh created you right and who you are exactly and then once you build that brand right that hero's journey around your client understanding their pain points understanding their levels of conflict understanding the root cause of all their problems right understanding how they perceive their problems right and then you write their journey so you're writing the journey of your clientele right once you do that then you can start to go okay the next step is how do i attend to the higher emotional needs of my clientele in every single aspect yeah self-esteem self-actualization how to make them feel loved make them feel safe how do i make that happen from the time they engage with my business to the time that they leave my business whenever that is Mm -hmm. right and that if i can attend to it then all of a sudden because i've got the hero's journey i understand their pain points i understand what i need to do to fulfill their higher emotional needs i can then start to strategize I can go, okay, then I'm going to write this strategy plan. So I'm going to do that. So then we look at the different fruits of business, sales, marketing, um, finance, like, and then you start to look at coaching, your actual program, you know, what do they go through, right, based on what they're trying to achieve. And then literally it goes, okay, well, let's just look at this way. We know that this is their journey and their pain points. We know that this is their higher emotional needs. And all I need to do is go, okay, well, in the lead generation process, I want to attend to those. Mm -hmm. In the coaching process, I want to attend to those. Right? And then what happens is you can actually build these strategies, right? So from a marketing perspective, it's like knowing the hero's journey, knowing their levels of conflict literally allows you to market to them on different levels. So that, you know, understanding the way they perceive what their problem is will allow you to understand how you, what you post on social media, mm-hmm. right? And then think about it. If we want to, you know, we don't just want to give them what they think. We want to show them a little bit of what they need too, because what they think is what's in their level of perception, what they believe is the truth. But I guarantee you, when you hit the root cause, they're going to believe that too, because it's deep down inside of them. So all of a sudden now my social media, my marketing, everything is not only just giving them what they think they need, but I'm also going and having a look and, and, digging deep into it you're getting you're getting into like intrinsic motivation rather than just the extrinsic exactly right but guess what if my marketing doesn't work what does that mean you haven't built the ideal client yet yeah well we've got to come back we've got to build this brand a little bit more Mm -hmm. right and then when we build this brand a little bit more our strategy changes doesn't it right because it's like we can come back the strategy will change because the branding changed Right. So this, the, the exact lesson we're trying to get across here is that if you can knuckle down on your branding right, and you can seriously knuckle down on your branding, that will give you the strategy. Right? And then the strategy from there is this. Well, like we've got to understand our offers. We've got to understand how, what we offer to someone. Like I can guarantee you that your branding will allow you to create the perfect offer. Like I'll let people in. I'll be completely transparent here. Like six months ago, we released a PT profit system. Mm-hmm. right which was literally a, just a budgeting system right we gave it away for free why because the root cause of most personal trainers issues is financial instability mm-hmm. if we can make them money teach them how to manage their money before they even fucking get into our business it's value it's value right building a brand our branding is what created that strategy now 
we, what we then do is we measure the return on the back end. Mm -hmm. So we go, okay, well, you know, what is the return? What am I looking for here? The return is, okay, well, leads generated, mm -hmm. right? Which is the goal. Like the goal is to generate leads, not because I'm like, because I want to fucking help people, right? Because I know that our, like, for instance, like you could be the best coach in the world, right? You could have all the knowledge, right? But unless you have a brand and can create strategy around coaching, marketing, all of this stuff, I almost guarantee you, your your output is limited your ability to impact the industry is 110 percent limited yeah well here's a really good example right it's like i can't remember what song this is from but it's like something along the lines just because you market it harder doesn't mean it's going to blow it doesn't right um but what what giving that context right if if you look at the ident you've identified the pain point of the clientele we work with the personal trainers that um their financial instabilities i think causing them most stress if elite vitality mastery just marketed a chest builder uh, template right fuck man that wouldn't blow that wouldn't do anything regardless of how much money you put into it because it's not attracting the clientele you want yeah cool it might get some leads but then we go oh cool we're an education system that teaches you how to get financial mm. stability all this kind of stuff They're like, yeah cool not interested you've just wasted everything that you need to so like your ability to uh i guess go back to go back and assess be like okay well was it the pro was it the the thing that i marketed was the problem or was it, I just didn't put enough money into it? Like, it's, you probably just got to reassess the actual fucking thing, the product. Yeah. Well, the branding gives you the strategy, right? So the strategy, if it doesn't work, usually is a, is a it's because... There's misalignment with the there's brand. There's misalignment with the brand, right? So it's like, and, and this is the other thing as well, is like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's all bi-directional. It's all an integrated system. It's like, we don't just create a brand so we can market better. We create a brand so we can coach better. Yeah. We create a brand so we can structure our, the way we coach better, so we can onboard someone, so we can make them feel safe in the first four weeks, so we can make them feel loved in the first four weeks. Give them some room to breathe, yeah. Yeah, so it like, but again, it's this integrated model because by doing that, that actually, we're going to learn from that experience, right? So every strategy that doesn't work is, is a lesson in the bank, mm -hmm. which means that it's, it's going to teach us maybe how to coach better right it's like guess what if your marketing didn't work over here there's misalignment from the brand which usually means that it's going to affect your coaching as well because your coaching might be misaligned yeah right so it's like looking at branding and how it actually creates the strategy for you it's not just strategy and marketing like fuck there's no there's like the business is not about marketing like there is more to running a business than being a good marketer yeah. there's the structure there's the way you coach there's the there's the client experience there's the finance right like there's all these different things there's the extracurricular activities that you do there's your social media there's all of this stuff right is affected and has to be in alignment with your brand mm -hmm. and if you can get that right think about some of the best brands and the household brands in the industry right now i guarantee you Everything they do is in absolute alignment with their brand, yeah. right? And what their brand represents. And their, what their brand represents is usually the captain at the fucking hand of the wheel, yeah. right? So it's like what we're trying to achieve here is we're trying to achieve alignment from the foundation of our brand. Yeah. The right? So build the, build the origin, create the alignment, and then reverse engineer from where you want to be, bring it back to yeah. like cool step by step. This is what I need to do. And fuck, man, when things come up, stop retreating back to the docks and, you know, drive the boat forward. Yeah. And it's like, you know, um, a good example is like, you know, one of our things is brand, it's people, not fit, not people, not money. Yeah. Right. So it's like, guess what? When we get on the phone to people and they're struggling, we know that we can't be fucking assholes. Yeah, bro. Right. And it's like the branding, because they're still on the walls there, like 
there's fucking times and in my head where I'm like, oh, fuck, like I'd love to blow a gasket here. Mm. But the branding is what stops me, which in itself is the branding, branding is what creates the strategy and how we talk to people, how we communicate, like all of this stuff. And really the branding is there because that's what we want to represent. That's the person we want, the people we want to be. That's the business we're trying to build, right? So it's, and that is a representation of the beliefs of the company, mm. right? And the beliefs of the company usually come from the fucking persons who's driving the ship, yeah. right? So it's like you can see how we've got this alignment. If we can create alignment from your story to the second one of your clients leaves yeah, and they have the ultimate experience and you get them the fucking result, that's it's all integrated. Like marketing does help people get a result. Like if your marketing says the completely different thing to what your business actually offers – they're not going to stick around because they were believing one thing, their, their expectations were not managed and then all of a sudden they're disappointed when they get into the system, mm. right? So it's like creating that clear expectation is come and that's another strategy, right? Like branding gives you your strategy and if we can focus on that and you can focus on really building a brand, that will give you the next step no matter what the obstacle, no matter where it is. And all of a sudden, it's adaptation, right? Like we're just adapting continuously because our brand is so solid that we're not worried, Yeah. right? Like I'm not worried anymore. Like I'm not looking for a savior because my brand is the most important thing. And that's probably a really big take home for everyone at home is like creating good brand, creating good strategies gives you security. Like and security is one of the biggest things that all the trainers and all the soul traders we work with want. Oxygen, yeah, right? Room to breathe. Oxygen. It's like, you know, what's the difference between someone who's got a scuba diving kit on and someone who doesn't? They're going to be underwater for a lot more, longer. They're going to be able to survive a lot longer. Exactly, right? So they can they can start to experiment and flow, whereas somebody who doesn't always has to come back up to the to, to for, for, for air, yeah. right? That's, that's working from fear, right? The reason I can't go deeper into my business is because I'm working from fear. Yeah. So I need to come up for breath every time. I need, to, I need to step back into, you know, I need to move away from vulnerability and step back into comfortability and come up for air. Right, Whereas the scuba diver gets to dive deep as fuck, yep. right? And flow, right? The whole time because he's got so much oxygen, right? So oxygen is created from cash flow, but it is also created from having a brand because no longer do I not know where I'm going. I know exactly where am I going. I just have to adapt the road. There's more ways to drive to fucking Sydney from Melbourne hmm. than just the freeway, Yeah. right? guess what? It's the same destination. So branding, right? And my strategy is your GPS. Is bro. my GPS. Yeah. Right. So my, that's, that's the pit. That's the point here is that, and, and we go back to the diving analogy. Like I don't have to come up for air anymore because I just have to figure out the next path. Yeah, bro. Fuck man. That's, that's on point. Like, and that's where, you know, people coming, coming up for air, bro. That's where they start to shift blame. That's where they start to go. Well, it's not me. I don't have leads. I have something else. They, they try and like oh, take no, no, away ownership. No, this is what it is. It's like, oh, no, no, no. It was someone else. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I don't, I don't have an oxygen kit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, no, no. He's got an oxygen kit. Have you seen him? Like, yeah. he's got an oxygen kit. And yeah, it's like, bro. no fucking shit. He bought the oxygen kit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, 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 he worked for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He chose that. He built the brand, right? So now he can flow. Yeah. Right. And that's the that's the take home point, right? Like we're gonna finish there because I can we can obviously ramble on this shit all day, but That's it, bro. That's fuck. fucking that's that's yeah, that shit's like right on point. Branding is so important, but it allows you to create strategy. If you're struggling with strategy right now, I can almost guarantee it's because there's not enough steel on the walls with your branding or you haven't created alignment from your branding to your strategies. Yeah, you need to buy a fucking oxygen kit. Go buy a fucking oxygen kit. 
Thanks for listening, guys.